Hi, and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm David Harvey. I'm a Senior Investment Analyst at Wealth Within. This week I've been reflecting on the interesting times that we're living in at the moment. I'm thinking that uh, we're probably not going to see this sort of environment globally for probably another 20 years, because it seems to be that it comes around every 20 years, and that is that it takes about probably about five years for the banks to start to lend out normally, and probably in some ways it's probably what, two or three years, I guess. And then we start then to build the expansion of credit, which means then the people invest in the stock market, they invest in property, da-da-da-da-da. And so this then builds up for probably another 15 years, or say 10 to, 10 to 12 years, and then we see the next crash. And it seems to be a cycle that just keeps on repeating, even though at the end of each of these sort of cycles that everyone says this is never going to happen again, and we get all the politicians out there saying what they're going to do and what they're not going to do. But at the end of the day, the human endeavour takes over and we'll end up with another cycle. But anyway, that's, uh, that's just, just how it all works. And I was thinking too that isn't it interesting just how reactive the world markets are these days? And, and it seems to be almost to any news. And they just seem to spook so easily, don't they? You know, it might be that one day you've got You've got China saying that it's, it's thinking about uh, tightening up its uh, monetary policy, and that's mainly because it's uh, starting to have a little bit more inflation there than they would like. It's not a, something that's uh, occurring in the, in the Western world, because I think that we're all still struggling to get things rolling. Although I suppose Australia has fared best out of all of the uh, Western nations so far. That's not to say that we won't, you know, at some point, uh, sort of uh, fare fairly poorly for a little while. But nonetheless, that's just all part of a part of how things work. So anyway, then we've got, um, you know, it could be it could be China with their with their tightening up their monetary policy. Uh, other things that have happened, well, well, I suppose right now, we've got Greece, you know, where it's pretty debt ridden, and they're not alone. Um, we've got Spain and Portugal, which are looking pretty uh, pretty vulnerable at the moment because they've got huge um, debt to GDP type ratios of over over 100% and that's just quite quite amazing and then to think how they're going to pay this how they're going to, in the end they're going to pay all this stuff back then we've had the subprime from the past and uh, I suppose just before Christmas we had the Dubai rumour about uh, maybe there's going to be a sovereign default in Dubai that's all passed us by now and things have picked up a little although I suppose we've been running sideways haven't we there are all the sorts of things that start to, to feed in and every time we get one of those that we get the, quite a quite a response and uh, so what we're seeing is a very volatile period in the markets and uh, we've now been going sideways for quite a while so it's we're just sort of wondering what what the markets are, are looking for just now does it mean that it's fully priced and it needs to pull back a little bit more or is it that we're just simply consolidating waiting for that next that next run up anyway we've just got to trade what we see and so uh, at the moment uh, well we have been expecting this to pull back a little um, but we're hopeful that uh, in the next month that we'll see some sort of uh, confirmation of, the, of, of perhaps even the finish of a move up, or it could be that we have to uh, work our way back down a little bit before we're ready to uh, get into our bullish cycle again. I suppose other, other things that have been happening around the world, that, um, we've actually had uh, the Fed in uh, New York or in America. They've been uh, talking about how they might uh, end this, uh, I, I suppose, a very 
easy monetary policy that they have at the moment. And by easy, I mean that simply that they've made a lot of liquidity available for the banks to keep the, uh, the cogs turning. And as you know, that they're running at about 0% interest, official interest rates, where we're, we've moved up quite a bit from that level. We're the only Western country that's actually pushed our official cash rates up so far. Anyway, hopefully that the Reserve Bank hasn't uh, been a bit too hasty in all of that, but uh, we'll see. Anyway, what uh, they're doing in, in America is that they're explaining to uh, investors, to the public, in terms of how they're going to, uh, I guess, tighten monetary policy. And of course, they just had to talk about it, and suddenly the jitters went right through the, through the Dow. But after a while, it just sort of settled down a bit when they realised that what the Fed's talking about is just laying out the groundwork so people aren't surprised at a later date. And I think that's a pretty good way to, uh, to handle it. But what they're going to have to do is to, when they start tightening up their money, they're going to have to make sure that the, the reserves of the banks are reduced so that they start to float or start to work by themselves rather than having so much liquidity provided uh, by, the, by the government. But at this stage, they're not, they're not too worried. Um, they've got, um, well, how can you say that? I suppose really what they have is that they've got, uh, say, around the 10% unemployment, and that's a fairly high level for the states. And uh, at the moment, that inflation seems to be pretty much uh, stable. So they don't, they don't have to feel as though they have to be rushed into uh, raising interest rates or tightening up their, their money supply. So I think that what we can expect then is that America is going to keep along this path. But I tell you what, that what we want to do is to keep your eye on what is happening um, in the United States with regard to these interest rates. Because once they start to tighten it up, I think we'll find that the uh, US market is going to pull back uh, fairly sharply and therefore what we're going to see is the same happening in Australia. So it might be a bit of a signal for you to, to look out for. Now the thing about China, it's, it's, it's had the rumours about um, it tightening up its interest rates, but um, even if they do, I suspect that the China story is probably going to hold um, and therefore we're not going to get, that, that's not going to be the direction that we're going to get our concern from. I think it'll be from the States. Because uh, at the moment in China, you know, they've got the, they're now manufacturing and consuming uh, more cars than, than they manufacture in, in America. So that's a, a pretty, big, pretty big statement in terms of where they're at. The other statistic I heard a little while ago is that in China right now, that there are several hundred people a minute who are signing up for internet service. I mean, this is quite incredible, you know, incredible statistics. And all of this has to work its way through. So you'd have to think that there's going to be at least five years of growth, strong growth in China, and perhaps perhaps longer than that, and maybe then as they become mature, that the growth will have to drop back to more steady, steady growth rates. But uh, China does need high growth at the moment to be able to sustain what it's, what it's doing. But nonetheless, in China, they do have quite a bit of poverty there. Uh, it's not all middle class, but... but the, uh, there is a lot of middle class aspiration in China and I think that's the thing that's going to uh, change in China over the next probably two to five years and that is at the moment or in the past they've been relying on their exports but what will happen is then there'll be a transition from relying on exports and therefore they want their uh, currency as low as possible to then wanting to increase their currency value as, the, uh, as their internal population becomes more middle class, more wealthy and therefore there'll be a lot more internal consumption. And then so that's the way that China will probably manoeuvre over the next little while. But the China story, I think, is going to stay pretty strong. Now, for Australia, we've got a couple of benefits. 
right now it's all about resources and uh, as we can we can help China with their infrastructure development and then food is the next thing for us um, I think that once China's um, gets going in terms of increasing middle class they'll want better quality food more consistent food and uh, but I guess for us the challenge is to be able to generate that at a, at a, at a price that China can pay so therefore I think China's probably going to be okay um, I think we've got to look to the US because that's going to impact on us in a couple of ways. While the interest rates are sitting at around the zero mark, I still think that there's, even though there has been a, a bit of a spike in terms of the strength of the US dollar, I'm not really sure that that's sustainable. I suspect that what we're going to do is to see a resumption of that downward move in the value of the US dollar. But this can't go on forever. But while it is reducing, it's good for our resource sector because the lower the, the value of the US dollar, the higher the commodity prices, because it's all priced in US dollars. And so therefore, um, that'll be good for us as long as that's happening. But what will happen is soon, maybe, well, sometime this year, that America will start tightening up its interest rates. And when it does that, just watch out, uh, just keep an eye on all of that, because it'll, it'll, the other impact will be, perhaps, is that the money will then start to move out of Australia, and uh, that will actually have an impact on us as well. So then America will grow, but then maybe we might then get uh, to pull back just a little bit more. But anyway, just some thoughts. The whole idea there is to make sure that you keep your eye out for what's happening with uh, US uh, monetary policy because that's going to have a fairly large impact on us as a, a small cog in world economies, even though we've done incredibly well over this last uh, couple of years and we've weathered the storm incredibly well. But anyway, look, I'll just leave those thoughts with you. I hope you have a great week. This is David Harvey signing off from Talking Wealth. And I look forward to catching you next time.